Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today I am covering four stories. The first one comes from malicious compliance. The next one, our slash entitled parents. The third one, malicious compliance. And finally, we finish it up with a pro revenge story. Let's go. Let's get on with this. <coughs> Only help with the people that actually come to the church. No problem. Background. I am the pastor of a small church in the S- in the SC United States. So we have a benevolence fund that church members contribute to, and is designated to help people in need, such as help with power bills, water bills, rent, etc. At the time this took place, we had about six thousand in that fund, and we had about as much money coming in as we had going out so the amount was more or less staying steady over a period of several months the elder who was in charge of deciding who got help and who didn't show some and who didn't somehow got the idea that uh, that we were going to run out of this fund if we were not careful not likely therefore he came to me and said pastor i think we need to restrict our benevolence help to those who that physically come to the church not just those who call in via the telephone he and i debated back and forth there was no issue about people calling in being less likely to be legitimate cases he was just simply trying to reduce expenditures. His line of reasoning was that at some point, one of our members might need some help for something big, and we needed to make sure that we had plenty of money on hand if, if slash when they needed it. My position was that one, the money was given with the ex- was given with the expectation that we use it to help as many people as possible, and not just sit on most of it. And we had a really long way to go before we spent so much that we didn't have any left in reserve. Not wanting to die on this particular hill, I acquiesced to his suggestion. However, the people started calling in saying that they needed help with something. I told them, okay, here is what I need you to do. Bring your bill and a photo of your ID to the church between such and such hours, and someone will at least talk to you. I can't promise anything more than that, but someone will at least sit down with you. Never had a single one object to come in, and they usually show up shortly thereafter. The church secretary, who agreed with me on this one, overheard me telling this to someone and started laughing, knowingly ex- knowing exactly what I was doing. A few weeks later, the elder mentioned to me, You know, we are getting a lot more people coming in directly to the church instead of calling in. What must have gotten out about how we are doing this? I just replied, Yep, it must have. And then... I would just smile and move on. The elder passed away about four years ago, and I don't think he ever could, you know, so what was I was doing? <coughs> I mean, seriously, you, you, maybe the person has can't come because they are physically unable to. Maybe the person is disabled. How, how can you? Uh, uh, how can, if you 
you have if you have to come physically to the church it's just stupid like like if like if you are disabled and you do not have a vehicle and let's say you are in a let's say i i they've not specified where this is it could be in a sort of country area meaning that there are no buses so meaning that it, it would be difficult for that person to go to go to the church physically if they don't have a car so there's a problem here so yeah it's what we did here was just and funny Okay. The next one. It has an SSFW warning. It is not safe for work. Okay. <coughs> Karen called me a pedophile. This sounds juicy. Let's get on to it. I coach boys 10 to 12 soccer and basketball in a small Midwest town for five years now. I move up as my son ages so i typically have the same kids on the team for multiple years we placed first in our baseball league this year and we've invited and we are invited to the tournament in the next town over we placed that today is the 4th of july and went to the public pool to swim with my family with plans to go to the award ceremony and count a firework show later in the same park like usual we run into many kids from the team at the pool small and the only one in the county. They closed the pool abruptly due to surfing issues. I gathered the kids I knew and started calling parents to relay the news. I waited 15 for those parents who could not make it. Oh, for those parents who could make it. Sorry. Five boys, including my son, were left. I told their parents they could meet us at the award ceremony and I would keep them until then. I sent them in a... I sent them in a small changing room to get their swimming gear off and their ball gear on. All came out and I told them to wait for me at the tables. I went into the changing room to get myself mixed up. Now this locker is a 12 foot by 12 foot open room with a half wall for a toilet in the corner. Uh, one shower stick in the middle and benches around the wall. I stripped and rinsed. As I did I did this, I heard the boys getting rowdy. I turned the water off and started drying myself to get dressed. I looked up and all the boys came in with a lifeguard saying they were past closed and needed to leave. I covered myself off course and told him I was I would hurry. I pulled my undergarments on all over the tower. I got and got dressed. Now, I've always told my kids and those who I coach that there is nothing wrong with changing in a locker room. Seeing other people with the same parts as you is fine and it doesn't make you gay. Good for you. It just it's just part of sports and well life. I don't I do not try to change in the room with boys who are not related to me. But this time that didn't work. We left the pool and met my family um, for, for Fourth of July fun. Some of more parents and kids came and we all had fun until the awards ceremony. Our drum team stood up on the main stage in the town fair and received the award uh, and to receive our award. 
that as they told our team and gave us the trophy one of the mad caused himself and violated my son well I was pointing at me everybody who looked at her would then me then started yelling everything from condemning me to defending me the announcer rushed me off the stage and the kids followed sheriff and the the mom met me at the bottom account she was talking about. She claimed I forced the boys to do pro to do proper things in the locker room while I was naked and watched. What the fuck? That was two hours ago. <laughs> and I'm waiting to meet with the DFS and Parks and record to talk to everyone. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Why? It's just a locker room. How? It's just because you saw them naked doesn't mean you're a pedophile. Like, if the kids didn't want to see him naked, they shouldn't have been looking. Like, that's just stupid. This woman is stupid. Okay. Now, next to this malicious compliance. Not only to bring the shift meal home, not allowed to bring shift meal home. Not sure if this belongs here, so I apologize if it doesn't. Okay. At the hotel I work, I I work four days a week at the front desk and one day at the bar and grill attached to the property. Every shift we work, we are given a complimentary family meal, meaning the kitchen makes something for us at. 10 that a.m. and 4:30 p.m. that for day and night shift respectively. When I work from front desk, there are always someone who can watch at the front while I go get a few minutes to relax and eat, even if it's not right at 10:30. However, when I work the bar and grill, I generally don't have time to eat due to being busy serving. I used to take my place. I couldn't finish home with me after my shift so I could eat it I got home and not waste food. Today we were told that we were no longer permitted to do so because they would rather withdraw that food away when we were when we aren't able to st- stop and sit and eat. Today I didn't have the time to do that so that, uh, so, that so I clocked out brought my food to the back office at the front desk and sat and took my time to eat and enjoy my food even if I had to reheat it. I'm not uh, taking it off property so technically I'm complying with the rules. He is. He is complying with the rules. Now that is just one very stupid rule. That is one very stupid rule to to enforce. So yeah, Mopi, we are good. We Gucci. Now on to pro revenge. Mom takes down the hitch away from the inside. My neighborhood does not have a homeowners association, at least not anymore. When my parents first moved in, my older sibling may be two years old. And with me, a little glow, glow warm, there was a HOA. 
they took money from the neighborhood in exchange for their services. At first, and for quite a while, my parents just kind of shrugged it off. They shoved the snow off the streets in winter and out of the trash collection so they weren't doing something worthwhile, right? Huh, no. The city controlled the snow plows and garbage trucks, not the HOV. But still, there was an is. There was the illusion of effort, and besides, one summer they decided to contract a company to plant new trees all over the neighborhood. The fact that the company was owned by a son of the head of the HOA was totally coincidental. The trees were beginning of the end of the HOA. When, why? Well, my grandma and my da- on my dad's side was visiting and they came around to plant the trees. My grandma, who is a certified master gardener, and so she stared through the windows of her house as the guys planted a tree. The trees just dropped the saplings on the grass. Still, with their roots inside up the bag, they came in. No holes dug, no holes cut, just a bag sapling lying on the grass like pathetic and sad stick the saplings laid there all night no one came back to actually do their job and plant them my master gardener grandma mentioned offhand that those saplings were going to die unless they got in the soil and something clicked in my mom's head she was paying the HOA money actually money every month while both she and my dad worked taking care of two very little kids sending us to daycare and preschool and arranging babysitters to feed uh, and feeding us and the homeowners association was just going to put this half-assed bullshit instead of do what she paid them for no no fucking way so she showed up at the head of the HOV's house and basically demanded that the trees get planted properly, like she apparently paid for them too. She ha- the head of the HOA, so excited for someone actually caring about the neighborhood, made the second mistake. They asked if my mom wanted to join the HOA. She agreed. The trees were planted, but most didn't make it. My grandma was right. First things first. My mom showed up to the next HOV meeting. Like the, there were like five people there. No wonder they asked my mom to join. They dis- they desperately needed the people. So mom looked at this collection of white people, herself included, who weren't even paying money to the HOA like the rest of the neighborhood. All the contractors the HOA called in while close relatives of the HOA members weren't paid by the HOA. After all, they are family. So, my mom started digging. She spent pretty much a full summer taking down the HOA before she could she had to go back to teaching me the fall with me kited along her and my sibling old enough to be in school or daycare she dug through the years of paperwork detailing the HOA financial situation and she found something extremely enlightening the HOA didn't actually do anything well they didn't do anything to benefit the community everything they kept to do was 
is either covered by the individual owners of, or by the city itself. So they were collecting money from all the neighbors' residents under false pretenses, and actually they weren't even they weren't even supposed to be in our neighborhood. The association zone was a whole different neighborhood. So what is a working mother and two small children to do with her husband is off work and she is off for the summer. She goes door to door with pamphlets. Me and my siblings in a stroller, a stroller and she waves her way through the neighborhood doors. Pamphlets explaining the situation, how to, how to stop paying for services you will never get. Pamphlets that are, of course, written in both English and Spanish to account to the high amounts of Latino and Hispanic people in our neighborhood. And naturally, she got a lawyer and, and, and an accountant if put a major dent in her pocket. But if it meant the entire neighborhood wasn't exploiting for, wasn't exploited for money each month, it was worth every penny. Another HOA member helped her shave, see through the documents and data, and pass out her pamphlets and encourage people to show up at the meeting, but had to back out because of her work-related reasons. My mom pulled up to the courthouse, flanked by the lawyers and accountants, her kids safe at home with her husband, and had more than enough evidence to get the Women's Association the fuck out of her neighborhood expose the fraudsters for the fraud they were and make sure the HOA would uh, never push their luck in our, in our neighborhood. It's been almost 19 years and no one ever tried to make another HOA in our neighborhood. TLDR when dealing with worse than useless homeowners association get deep into financials and lawyer the fuck up. I hope his mom did a wonderful job here. She, she literally just destroyed the entirety of that HOV in, in like a year. Okay, I've forgotten the details of the story already. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, why even do that? Why even in the first place form the HOV knowing that eventually you will be caught? That's just stupid. Anyway, that's it for this episode. See you in the next one.